Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We're the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging, hanging with, apes. with Apes. Remember to check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's where you can find all of our stuff. That's like the roadmap to everything we got out there. Our music, our podcast, everything. We got videos on YouTube. We got... uh. What else do we got out there? Songs on, on Apple Music, Google Play. Podcasts on Hanging with Apes. Go to audioapesmusic.com. It has everything that you might need to, let you to know. survive in this world. And uh, today we got a guest, an uh, old friend of ours, a good friend of ours, and somebody who has contributed greatly to our music that you guys love so much. Indeed. Mr. Alex Cruz. What's going on? What's up? What up, homie? <laughs> I just waved because I feel like I'm being watched. Oh, well, you, well, you are. I'm the not used to right this. There. Oh, there is a camera. Okay. I should wave in that direction then. How you been? Good. Been good. A lot that's of stuff. Good. That's good. What you been up to? What I've been up to? Um, just getting the studio, the jungle, up and running and just moving like a well-oiled machine. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. Pretty nice. much which, so. Which, which uh, Cruz, he's the, he's the well, I would say, the chief engineer in the Jungle Studios. That's, he's a- absolutely the chief engineer. Yes, Without absolutely. Without the chief yes. <laughs> Like, if you try and contest that, you will get shot down by either me or we'll, Twiz. We'll do this track if you contest that. <laughs> no. Hit him up part two. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's the, he's the chief engineer of uh, the Jungle AE, which AE is audio engineering. Here in the city of Chicago, a great studio. So if anybody out there is uh, a listener of ours that's also a rapper or singer, whatever, producer, Come the Jungle AE, music. 345 North Loomis, great, great, great place to record. Appreciate it. Do not, it now. Not a problem. Not a problem. We appreciate you, sir, and, and, and all the help and advice. So, um, yeah, so as you know, we do this podcast. uh Weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, we're not on a strict schedule so far, but we're, we're going to get there. So, I mean, it, it's it's a good way for our listeners and our fans to kind of connect with us. It's like a more personal experience. At the same time, it, it serves as a platform for us to get our voice out there and speak about things that are, you know, either concerning to us or of interest to us and... Uh, I know right now, like one of the things that a lot of people are talking about are these Grammy nominations. I don't know if you've you've seen or heard of any of the ones that came out. Some people are pleased, some aren't. Like Beyonce, what she I saw got, some like, of nine, them. Nine, yeah, nine, she nine. got like nine, nine nominations, album of the year. I know. Um, I know Kanye didn't get album of the year nomination. I, uh, I'm pretty sure you got a rap album of the year a nomination, even though it's never really that that big of a deal anymore but i feel like for us in music like whether it's on the engineering side the pr- production side the performance side we always kind of have a different thought process as opposed to what's kind of mainstream so like what what how do you feel right now about like the current state of music and like what's stuff that you're kind of listening to right now and, and <laughs> you're, you find yourself interested in <laughs> It's a horrible question for me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, right? <laughs> I uh, well, because I listen to a lot of my client stuff. Um, because I'm either checking their mixes and stuff like that, but I do see stuff on social media and the music that's posted every now and then. I'll check it out. But um, I mean, in the current state, I all the the only things that I've heard about hip hop is the whole thing between like mumble rap versus 
regular rap or whatever. And so I find that always interesting. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because like, I feel like for me personally, this last year, especially, I feel like I've become like very detached from like mainstream music. Yeah. It, It doesn't play a part in my life at all whatsoever. Like there's a lot of underground stuff that that I'll like and I'll listen to or you know it'll be uh somebody that I'll come across or sometimes I'll I'll look on your Snapchat and I'll see mm-hmm. somebody that you might be like you know promoting or like working with mm-hmm. or whatever and check I'll check their out. stuff out on SoundCloud and stuff but that's that's it nothing on the radio is is attractive to me like nothing and I'm wondering is it an age thing or is it just like the current state of of music is that what it is or or am i like outgrowing it maybe this is the stuff i've always listened to but i outgrew it like i don't know i don't know help i I think um i think like as far as music now it's it's not see we're independent artists so we we tend to be in the world where there's just different new 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 types of, of music that's you know always coming up and also we were we grew up on certain music as well so i feel like now we might not resonate as much with with music today um not not that it's it's a bad thing cuz maybe next year you know there might be something that we resonate with i think for me it was one of those years as well like not a lot of the stuff like it was what adele's album which i didn't feel was as good as her last album yeah i felt like her latest album was pretty much a regurgitation of what she put out last yeah, time around yeah and 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 not as good cuz i felt that the first one had a little bit more like i don't know like soul to it or something um Lemonade, I didn't even mess with that. Um, who else was it? Uh, views, I thought was pretty disappointing, uh, in my opinion. Because Views, just like, I thought it was going to be that album that Drake was going to kind of switch up. You know what I mean? Every artist always has that album. When they hit, like, a certain peak, they, they switch it up. You know, just Timberlake. heartbreaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, 808s, after 808s, I mean... Uh, Kanye became way more experimental, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, so, um, so I don't know. It was just kind of a lot of a regurgitation or a lesser version of the last album to me. Yeah. Everything is so watered down nowadays. Or like, or it's what, what Cruz was talking about earlier, like mumble rap. Like people, you can't even understand half of the, the words that they're saying. Are you getting a lot of clients that are like going that no, direction? I actually have a lot of very talented rappers as clients. And, um, yeah, so I have more of that than mumble rap, per se. Um, unless, like, the mumble rappers go with my other engineers, which could certainly be the case. I see. Because I I'm, I can't lie when I'm recording. And so you can clearly tell if I'm interested or not. I see. Um, but the biggest thing for me when I'm recording people is if they're genuine with what they're saying. I see. So even if they have the style of mumble rap, but they're genuine in whatever they're talking about, then I can dig it. But mm-hmm. if it's like clearly you're coming here to record because this is what everyone else does and you're trying to rap like that because that's what everyone else does and you're trying to be you know, a copycat, right. then I'm like... And that's stop. one thing that, that, <laughs> I, that I do like when we work with you is you kind of go that extra step when you're you know like because you actually feel the music mm-hmm. i remember with um with a track that we worked on with you um which will be putting out sometime soon um <laughs> you actually worked on like the drums you you, you, you like you heard the <laughs> drums and you were like okay 
You got to be more this specific cool. because I mean, this man works on music I know, all the time. Right? Like, you, so so arrogant, so, I don't so arrogant. Oh, like you, you, you just remember. Like I know you, like the, like the dude, like who in in that time frame, he's probably worked on like hundreds of songs. And you, no, no, but some... but but that one, like you really like. I know you're. I know it was with the guitarist. You had you had brought the guitarist and the drums. It was well, beautiful. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so you you had pretty much advised us that if we if we go with a more live of, sound, yeah, like yeah. going for the more live sound, it'll sound better. And but yeah, like that was that was definitely your input and and a great suggestion. But it's just, it's, <laughs> no, right? It's Which just, one? I don't. I, I've worked on like half your EP <laughs> and, 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 with and the just, same passion, right? No, but but that one, like you, were, like you were really like. As far as the sound, you were like digging it, and then you were bringing like a guitarist in, then the drum, you know, like he was doing the drums too. And I was like, Whoa, this sounds like 10 times better than, than what, it, what, what, what I envisioned. Originally. Oh, I remember it now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what you guys are talking about. We'll remember because we kept making or, fun of a beautiful Holden. Or, or, yes, or, a beautiful yeah. Holden. Or, or not only that, not only that, but also like if ever we had an idea that we wanted to explore but didn't know how to get there. Yeah, he provided the roadmap. Like I remember when the, we don't even know what we're saying. He's like, "Yeah, I know what you're saying." Yeah, exactly. Like, like, we didn't know the terminology in. for for what we wanted, but we're like, "Yeah, we need this." He's like, "Oh yeah, I got you. I got you." <laughs> Ten seconds later, or or how many times working with him has something have we kind of heard something sort of by mistake or not intentional, and then we were like, "You know what? Like leave that." I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember like when we did go home. And I, he was like messing with the sound for like the 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 beginning part of the song where where it builds and it sounds like you're like it's like a, it has like that stadium sound before yeah, like well, it, all, yeah. it actually opens up yeah and and that was like kind of like by mistake I was like wait wait like do that again and then it's like yeah. oh and then it's like whoa it has that thing so it, that's like a good a good like work like uh, relationship because yeah you know not everybody like operates like that or even is open to other people's input yeah. you know to put the best product out well most people think when like you hear something cool in a song a lot of people think that it's done on purpose but i would guarantee you that at least 80 percent of the time is the engineer trying to fix something else yeah. and then the artist is say, says oh i like what you're doing right there and, and then the engineer is like uh, all right, so I'm whatever. Gonna take, so I'm gonna take full credit. <laughs> well, yeah, but a- absolutely. But that that's uh that's awesome, and and that's that's kind of what makes you know the best product possible. Uh, yeah, I, I heard uh, Kanye does that a lot, like in the studio when yeah. when he's working on music. You know, someone might like, you know, like sneeze or something. Sneeze or something. Like, wait, wait, do that again. Do that mm. again. And then all of a sudden he gets all these crazy ideas, and you kind of hear it in the music. Turns the sneeze yeah. into a beat. And yeah, then, you know. Like, <laughs> so I heard this story about Kanye about how he makes beats. Yeah, he'll have um, other producers with them, and he'll have them like in the studio, and they each have their own station. One guy working on drums, one guy chopping up a sample, one guy working on melodies, one guy working on bass lines, and Kanye's listening to everything. And then he'll be like, "Oh, I like that." Okay, let's print that real quick, and then the engineer will have to find a way to route it into the system, record the drums. Okay, that bass line right there. Yeah, yeah, let's put that. And then as he's like arranging everything, he's conducting all these other producers do it like this or do it like that. And then he brings it all together. Oh, that's and very I'm like, interesting. that's crazy. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, or even with, um, what was the second album? It wasn't College Dropout. It was uh, Late Registration. No, yeah. it was College. No, late, late Registration was the second album. Yeah. He had he had like a whole orchestra of uh, violinists. Yeah. Like, and oh yeah. At his disposal, 
which is crazy. Or even he'll send he'll send a, a certain sound. He'll send like a, a beat and and let the person take care of it. Like for um, Blood on the Leaves, Eminem did the the little horn sound. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Or like um, Stronger, uh, Timbaland, Timbaland did the actual. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, this guy's good. I think it's it's uh, important to recognize not just in music and everything what other people are good at. It's like there, there's something my dad always says. He's like, I may not know, but I know the number or I know who knows. Yeah. You know, and I think that's an important uh, 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 perspective to have whenever you do something because a lot of times people get too caught up in like their pride and arrogance and be like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it when there's somebody else that might know it better than you. And, and you know, you work with them and then you can like put out yeah. a, an even better product because you know who knows. So it's like, okay, well, this person is good with horns. This person is good with this. This person's a great writer. And then before you know it, you have something really good to put out. Yeah. And and um, now that you've been, obviously, you're always doing this 24-7. Is there like a current trend right now that you're seeing on the like independent scene or, or like a, a certain sound that people are trying to move towards? Or is it just kind of just a mixture of everything? It's either like it's very like a uh, ambient, like the melodies are very ambient sounding. It's either ambient sounding or very live. Feels like a live band type of thing. I mean, I'm you know with Chance, it's that live band type of thing. But yeah. then when you get like some of the you know the other type of rappers, it's more of like heavy eight oh eights. And the very like eerie melodic type of melodies, uh, yeah. airy sounding type stuff. Speaking of chance, how do you feel about him? Like personally, I think he's overrated. Like I personally feel he's overrated. I don't, I don't see what other people see. I feel like this is somebody that was sort of pushed on us. Like the industry pushed him on us, and then you know people, I guess convinced themselves that they really like this guy but i remember after his first little mixtape that he put out like everybody was talking about him and then he put that other one out the acid rap yeah and both of those projects i felt were very like underwhelming i didn't i didn't get what all the hype was about but i don't know how do you guys feel because maybe it's just me maybe i'm the one that's messed up and i'm not i'm not grasping his greatness yeah i i um he has skill because, like, on, um, what was it, uh, The Life of Pablo, I felt he had probably the best verse. That I don't, was crazy. Yeah, that was – but that, to me, was, like, the peak of what I've heard from him. I've never heard anything before that or after that where I felt that he captured captured that, like, epicness. Mm-hmm. Um, his sound doesn't do it for me in particular. Um, I do like the fact that he does do like live sound. It does have more of a live sound feel, but I don't like the route that he takes with it. Um, acid rap, I didn't really mess with that one in particular. The what's the new one? Uh, the one that he has that uh, got nominated, the coloring uh, book. Coloring book, yeah. That one had certain good sounds, but overall, like um, it definitely, definitely not my style. What do you think? <laughs> what do i think i mean i'll be honest with you in the past before i was like i don't understand his style nor yeah. do i really like it that was in the past and then somewhere after um acid rap and coloring book he must have someone must have worked with him on improving his rap skills because what i heard like you said on life of pablo when i saw him live on saturday night live 
I was like, this sounds like a completely different rapper. Like, he's polished now. He's using multi-syllable rhymes. His wordplay is better. His punchlines make sense. And his verse makes sense from top to bottom, which I hadn't heard before. It was like listening to a completely different rapper. I think the biggest thing with him and why it's really worked is um, he's very honest. Like, his music is just honest. And people can relate to that. And the young kids can relate to that. Yeah. And, I mean, that that's the driving force of his music is the younger people yeah. and um but i mean like if we're talking about rap skills and like that i mean everyone knows that my favorite you know my favorite rappers in the past was like nas az and stuff like that so like i mean no one's gonna top that stuff. no <laughs> <laughs> and so i have very high standards when it comes to that but i will say like now he's super polished and more polished than i've heard other rappers who are supposedly quote-unquote good rappers um so yeah, um, good job chance that's awesome you improved your game it's rarely that you hear that in the rap world where rappers get better and better after each album yeah yeah and, and um yeah i would agree he he did he did get better i guess for me is more is not my cup of tea as much but then also it's kind of like it goes back to what you said like your fa- your favorite rapper uh was Nas. mine was like eminem and and jay-z and it's you know sometimes you try and compare to who you grew up listening to and it just doesn't amount to that but then to the younger kids it it might um have you guys listened to um for your eyes only by j cole or no have you guys had a chance Uh, yeah i i skimmed through it yeah i've skimmed through it i I see i see what you're saying about the ambient sound i don't know if you guys kind of got the feel of it yeah he kind of went for the whole ambient sound to it um who, who um what was um Kendrick Lamar's last album was uh to butterfly, to pimp butterfly. Or, the same thing real ambient sound yeah. so well, yeah and, and you know the, like amongst me and and the rest of our friends there's like this eternal struggle because they all like that album oh and for the life of me, like it just doesn't do it for <laughs> me. I, like, <laughs> the same way. <laughs> you're, 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 like I, which which one? The J Cole one or the no no the the pimple, pimple butterfly. Yeah. So it doesn't do it for you either. No. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Like I understand the, um, you know what he was trying to do and all of that. Yeah. And but like, at the same time, when I think of Kendrick, I think of rap. Right. And I, I don't feel like I was hearing him rap per se like really like rap and uh i get what this and i also get the sound that he was going for now i'll tell you this i bet you his his it would have connected more with us if the sound he went all the way with it because it sounds like he was going for like this blues like yeah. motownish sound right yeah. and but it was to me it was mixed very modern yeah but mm-hmm. if you think about um Raphael sadiq's uh what's that album that he had 100 yards running or something like that i don't know but they emulated the motown sound and it sounds like a motown sound and i think if that album went towards that direction more it would have been like oh, okay i get this and it yeah, resonates I, that was one of the things and like we've we've kind of gone over this before not on the podcast but like amongst ourselves with our friends i felt that it was mixed very sloppy like i i didn't get i didn't yeah i didn't get like what they were trying to do Cause and like you said, I felt like it was a mixture of trying to take so- a sound from the past, or like a more. There were times where it was like ambient and like a live feel, but it had a very like 
technical digital feel yeah. to this, and it, it felt like very sloppy to me. At times it worked. Like with I, I think it actually enhanced the song with I. Yeah, but then the, with that song, and, and I remember like when we talked about it, for that particular like that song and King Kunta were yeah. the only two songs on the whole on the whole rec on the whole. Uh, album that that i enjoy like the yeah. rest of it like i you could take that whole album and do whatever with it but those two songs i like and then and then you he delved into like a a good subject matter but in a poor way that's where it didn't work stuff like that where he was like um like the whole like you said like the 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 mixing was done on purpose to like kind of sound like it wasn't mixed well in a way where it goes with the song which is I guess good mixing if that's what you wanted to do, but it didn't work well. Mm. Um, like it didn't work well, and then right after, like I said, with like you said, I Kinkunta, um, the intro was was see I, I kind of saw what he was trying to do. There was just there were certain songs that just kind of um, it, it it would be going at at a, at a good direction, and then there were some songs that just should have been cut um, that didn't I I didn't like or didn't belong there. That kind of made it where, you know, it, it didn't work as a story because he always writes like his well his two albums that he has it's almost like a whole story it's like a set of story. Yeah. I think he did do that better with um, Good Kid, Mad City, like from from front to back. It was uh, like it sounded all more cohesive, and and uh, it worked a little bit better. And it was also a little bit more commercial. This one was like not commercial at all. Like there was Even still though the single was super commercial. Yeah, yeah, that was about <laughs> it. That, like the single, and and w- w- which one, King Kunta or um, I, I, oh yeah, I, I, because yeah, King Kunta was it, it went well with the album. It was still pretty. It had like a, I wouldn't say it was as commercial as like his his uh, singles for the first album though. Like it was just like that was basically meant. To, to just be more commercial and it was actually more I think the album was was more successful the first one was more successful than To Pimp a Butterfly and, and since you brought it up earlier since we're running it short on time what are what were your overall thoughts of the um, J. Cole album the J- I skimmed through it um it's 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 good I, like everyone's uh raving about it I actually like the last one better the last one I I felt was probably his his best one, um, but I, I did I haven't I have to kind of go back and listen to it a little bit more like deeply to to kind of see it was just it's just like a more ambient type sound and like the the stuff he touches on is a little bit more like social, um like like social issues and stuff like so that. So it doesn't sound like the two videos he put out false prophets on uh... oh that's not even on the album false <laughs> prophets not even on yeah. the album so the so, album doesn't sound like that's no no, no. <laughs> and, and that's the thing like uh that's another thing i don't like about wow. when rappers do that like those take out a song and a, and a video and yeah. then they don't put it in the album i don't know i was like what, what's the idea here what are you trying to do because i know the game did that a couple times and you know there's been rappers who do that so that's what i thought i was going to be listening to more like that, that type sound. of sound but it's a little bit more ambient, kind of more like everywhere, like a childish Gambino-ish sound. Yeah, yeah. but more rap. But like more rap. the the new uh, childish Gambino, it has like yeah, it's it's yeah. way different than his last two. So it, it it was good. I guess the one thing with me is I like to. I know music is subjective, so you know you 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 kind of say what you feel, but in a way I like I like it when it's just like you're telling me the story and then just let me think. 
this thing. And sometimes rappers tend to be too conscious, too conscientious of what what they want to say. You know, it's good to be that, and then it's good to tell the story. But I like to just kind of fall back and let people kind of decide. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some of his, some of the things that that he said, it was more like like his views on it. You know what I mean? So, I will say this. Yeah. I, I like that they try, like Kendrick and and um and J Cole, that they try to, you know, kind of have that hip hop feel to it and everything. Cause cause again, that that was my biggest disappointment with views. It was just like, like, it was just like the surface, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing deep. That was my problems with it. It's just, I guess, I wish they could tackle it a little bit better. Um, less, I mean, the ambient, the ambient sound is good, but I guess, you know, get that like the false prophet feel was more hip hop ish, right? Like, get that in there a little bit more, you know. But what were you gonna say? No, nah, yeah, I was gonna say that my overall uh, feelings with it was, I, again, like I was pretty underwhelmed. And again, this is like the reason why I'm starting to feel like so disconnected is because it's like getting more and more rare to find something that i feel like man i'm like like mm-hmm. actually like the 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 last single there were like three singles in 2016 that like really stood out to me that like really like grabbed me was was the 50 cent i'm the man oh yeah oh, yeah i really, I, like I really that. liked that, that track um uh the the mgk bad things and then the um, that last uh, Yellow Wolf um, Daylight. Oh, Daylight was dope. Yeah, like those three songs. It was like wow, you know, I I I really felt them. But it's hard. It it's getting yeah. harder and harder to find. What do you think that, about the that, life of yeah, like good stuff? oh yeah, yeah, the life the life of Pablo. I like that yeah. a lot too. Uh, but I mean, that was earlier in the year, yeah. you know. But yeah, that I like that. What do you think of that? I didn't really listen to it. No, I'm pretty disconnected from. <laughs> what's going on in hip-hop to be honest with you just because like i feel like i've heard everything that's been had to say yeah in hip-hop you yeah. know like if i think about it if you go listen back to naza's illmatic everything that he talked about nothing's changed yeah people are still talking about the it's, same it's stuff. the same exact thing and then for me it's like okay they can talk about it from a different point of view but it's really the same and then on top of that it's like he described it the best way that anyone could. He described the streets during that time the best way that he could, and it's still applicable to you know what's going on now. And so it's hard for me to hear something fresh and then done at a high level mm-hmm. just because there's we had so many greats do their thing. And then I think one of the other things that I noticed, like I have a disconnect with the, the people that are popular rappers today, like the Kendricks and the J. Cole, because... Um, for me, their flows aren't as polished. And this is why I think that the mumble type rap stuff works and people resonate to it because the mumble rap is polished. The delivery is polished. It is like, you know, hitting in the pocket of the beat. And I noticed that it was a big difference when I heard even recently J. Cole, uh, what's that song? Not False Prophets, the other one. Everyone Gotta Die or something. The other video that he put out besides false prophets recently yeah because he put out i don't think i've heard it somebody gotta die everybody gotta die something like that yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. okay well that one well lupe fiasco did put a verse on that beat and like you can hear the stark difference of what polished rapping sounds like and what unpolished rapping sounds like and for me that's a big deal like if you're unpolished 
then you're already like a grade below everyone else. Absolutely. And Lupe, I mean, he'll look. He'll probably make a lot of people look bad. He's up there when it comes to skill. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Well, fellas, this was fun. I think uh, that's it for today. Want to remind everybody you could check us out at uh, audioapesmusic.com. The Hanging with Apes podcast is on Apple. It's on Google Play. It's on SoundCloud. So I don't know. You want to let it, let people know where uh, they could find find you and, uh, and stuff. You can just go to jungleae.com um, or Google Chicago Recording Studios, and you'll see Jungle AE. You can Snapchat us at Jungle AE, Instagram us at Jungle AE, Twitter us at Jungle AE. Awesome! I'm gonna tweet you right now. Nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.